1: How much time? Till we're on. Get, get
0: out of front.
2: What? We're on the air right now.
1: Oh. <coughs> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight.
3: Fakia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. This is Sports Day.
1: Come back to Johnson, it's a slow play the ball, now Sean Johnson, he's got a chance to win it, Sean Johnson, he's got it, Sean's got it, and
3: the Warriors are inside the top four. Catley steps up, right in the middle for Australia, and Stadium Australia has never been noisier. Australia roars, she's ahead of the world. In
1: world record time, Talker back opposite to track there. Pulling one.
3: Unbelievable from the despairs of Double bogey yesterday to an ace today for Travis Smith.
2: Oh, Maddie Rogers, one of the biggest
4: weekends of sport, wasn't it?
2: In recent memory.
4: Yep. And, And and you can probably and, and you can chuck in the Tour de France in there too. That forgot finished about up it. over the weekend. Absolutely forgot like about it. A huge yep. weekend of sport. Um, I, I do feel like my hole in one call was a little better than that hole in one call. I got to say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might be a little biased, but um, and please and up to the <laughs> service window, please.
3: <laughs> I can also deep fry. And
4: uh, I, I will say. Um, very, very impressed with the call of uh, the Warriors um, at Outstanding. the Warriors game. Yeah. Great, Outstanding great excitement in the box there. Was and fantastic. that's the
2: excitement that is being echoed throughout the whole country. Now They are all over it, aren't they? Well, my family are over there, and they keep talking to people in the street. And they're not talking about the All Blacks leading into a World Cup. At the moment, they're all talking about the New Zealand Warriors. It's well, the hottest ticket in town. Well, the
4: All Blacks are playing the Wallabies this Saturday they night are. for yeah. the you know, first game of the Bledisloe. I mean, obviously, they're in... Red hot form, the All Blacks, but yeah, they're they're not, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's unusual, isn't it, Mm. for for that to be, um, you know, a big talking point, the Warriors, when, you know, the All Blacks are, you know, they're in red hot form, coming up against an out of form Australian side that, um, you know, for the Bloodslow Cup and the World Cup around the corner, so good on your Warriors, Um, it's great, they're great to watch, I love watching them Third, on the NRL ladder. I think they finished top four.
2: Yeah, I think they will, they've got a dream run home.
4: They, which do. they do. They Can make you a little bit complacent. Yeah. but Well, yeah. They, I mean, you look ahead at, at that draw. I mean, yeah. they got teams that you, you you'd assume they're going to beat. Um, yeah. If they can keep the hammer down, which I, I feel like they will. I, I just feel like Andrew Webster's got them right where he where he wants them, and yep. the, you know they're fired up, and and they'd be loving the the attention that they're getting. So, you know, you only, you only I mean you only get it when you play well, and they're playing well. And you I would know. love to look at their salary cap.
2: I reckon they've got, when it comes to the key positions, I think that they would have the lowest salary cap allocation to those key positions. Chancellor Cookster wouldn't have cost them a fortune. Sean Johnson went back to start again. Mm. Wouldn't have cost them a fortune. Luke Metcalf wouldn't have cost them a fortune. No,
4: I know what he cost them. Wade Egan Mm.
2: wouldn't have cost them a fortune when he went over there. Now, Adam for Blake would take up a lot of money. Rightly so, and playing
4: probably top three front row, and deserving it. Um, I think, yeah, Wade Egan's been probably the one that's impressed me this year like the most. Um, He's playing uh, a far better game that I gave him credit for having um but that can be also you know the coaching that he's getting over there and the environment and um yeah look good on him he's he's, he's playing fantastic well outside
2: of that the nrl round 21 of course the nrl w round one was exciting Mm. over the weekend the ashes of course the fourth test was well affected by rain and you're loving it, Rat. The Matildas <laughs> and also New Zealand, uh, the football ferns, they started their campaign in the Women's World Cup with a win as well. And exciting it was back on Thursday night, the World Chim- Swimming Championships. I've got to say, last night, I could not sleep. I was that pumped. I was that amped after four gold medals, two world records broken as well. It was outstanding and uh, the open, of course, finished early this morning. Jason Day, the Australian, equals second.
4: Yeah, first. Uh, well, not the first because Greg Greg Norman's done it as well. But he's he's one of nine golfers, I think it is, that have finished runner up in all four majors. So, so I mean, obviously you want to win them, but you want to finish. If you're not winning, you want to finish as close to the top as possible. And you know, congratulations to him. He had a good good last round. Chipped in on, uh, I think it was the ninth, the par three, um, tough chip, chipped in for a birdie. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was some good golf play.
2: Yeah. And if you're a boxing fan like myself and Steve from Dubbo are, Joe Goodall, who's not a lot of people know who he is, he was on the undercard of the George Cambosis fight yesterday against Maxi Hughes in Oklahoma. He won. He knocked out, and which was a huge upset. Upset, knocked out the American in the sixth round. Then George Cambosas won, in what I've got to say,
4: controversial terms as well. So to, talked. To, I mean, boxing just, it just reeks of that. Yep. Often, too often, I think like, it does. Why, why is it? Why, is Like, is it, is it because the promoters of said fighter, you know... Need m- that fighter to go through. Yeah. Is, is, uh, there's is a little, is there's that, a little that, bit of that. Do, like, who picks the judges? Aren't the judges, like, totally impartial? Or well, they, to are, do they get got at? Are they're they're
2: like, meant to be. Oh, I think with world title fights, there's going to be a situation where I think they've got to put them in an NRL-type bunker and watch the fight on a screen. There are also where you sit as a judge, because they don't sit together. They sit well, on all, different all sides four of the sides ring. of the ring. So different angles, you get different punches. You have right. A, yes. Maybe in some part of the ring, Why you, you see a little bit more. Why would they all just sit the same? Like, look at the same. I mean, because that... they're saying they could be influenced right. amongst each other,
4: right? As okay. well,
2: and their connections to trainers and to fighters and to promoters. Anyway, that's that was probably one of the. I suppose when it comes to how much happened over the weekend, that flew under the radar because mm. there's so much going on. And welcome to the show from all wherever you're listening, Super Radio Network, Everywhere. all across the SEN network as well, SENZ as well, and the frequencies across, across the ditch as well. And you can get us on all the social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Just look for Sports Day. And thanks to our partners, Kia, Women's World Cup official sponsor and World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Get involved in the show. Like you do each and every night, zero four five seven, seven three six seven three six, and in New Zealand, double eight double three. If you want to keep crowing on about how great the the Warriors are, go- are going. We're happy to Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm
4: crowing about them. I'm, I mean, the I, you this week. what you don't want to do is you don't want to go the early crow, though. Yeah. The early crow might bring you undone. But, yeah, yeah they're, they're tracking. They're, they're trending in the right direction, that's for sure.
2: Now, on the show tonight, everyone, we've got a very special guest. And where are they now, now segment, which Daddy Vass has put together. And our first guest is a guy who I've got to say, Rat and I did this. We've done this interview earlier on mm. because we wanted to get it right. Because it's such a sense, he's such a sensitive guy from such a sensitive injury, and that's Mossy Masui, mm. who, of course, in 2020 in the UK Super League in January 2020, um, he broke his neck, damaged to his spinal cord, yep. and told he would never walk again, and it's been such an inspirational story from Mas- um, Mossy up I'm, until I'm, now.
4: I'm still moved by that chat. He's that got we such had. a great it was message. A, it was a couple of hours ago we chatted with Mossy. Yep, and I've got like I just far out, man. Just just make sure you stay tuned. Yeah, that'll be in the, that'll be
2: in the uh, just after the first hour as well when we caught up with Massimo. So it's a, it's an inspirational chat about a guy who has got one of the greatest outlooks in life,
4: Amazing. seeing what's
2: happened to him and what's been taken away from him mm. as well. Rats, Crystal Ball, mm. NRL predictions. Now he's going. To, what are you going to focus on right here? What, what, what's well, the well, reason well, for the, well, the just, Crystal Ball?
4: I, we're getting into that point of the season where you've got all these teams that are jostling for position. And what I wanted to do is over the next few nights is yep. we'll just break down a few teams at a time, look at their run in, look at their injuries, look at, you know, how their form. And and I think, you know, by Wednesday night, when we finish the show, we'll have a pretty good indication. We'll, we'll, we'll know. Hmm. We'll know who's going to be in the eight or not. Because you look at the ladder and it's just like, oh, any, all but three teams can I reckon you need
2: 32 points to assure yourself a top eight.
4: And 30 with a gun for and against is, is like being on 32.
2: And you're walking on a tightrope if yeah. you're going to rely on that, hey? Yeah. Yeah. This is where the buys come into consideration. No,
4: Parramatta buy in the last round. That I might know. be the difference for them.
2: Absolutely. You don't concede any don't points. Don't concede any
4: points. Yeah. And they're, they're, that is one team that I'm, I'm a little nervous for, mm. Parramatta. The other is, is the Sharks with their run in.
2: See what so, he's doing, Steve? He's already into Parramatta. Oh, come on. He's already into them. <laughs> My text line isn't working. I'm, pro- I'm
4: sure Steve's probably ripped into me already. No, nah, not yet. he has <laughs> <It's> been <laughs> pretty unlucky. That'll be
1: coming. Injuries as of late, haven't they? It was tough, right.
2: tough to go well, to, that, tough to go to Townsville with two key players. Well, that's out. the
4: game. Look at look, like, just lost their two front rollers on the weekend. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the game. I mean with the game we play in this time of year, you got broken no one's playing not hurt. Exactly. Everybody's everybody who runs on that field is hurting in some Way, shape, or form. How much, you don't know. Yep.
2: Yes! Yes!
4: Yes! (laughs) Yeah. Like it
2: or lump it? Also, what did you like from the weekend? What were you lumping from the weekend? I'm going to throw
4: one right up straight away. Give it to me. I'm
2: lumping Val Holmes's sin binning.
4: Oh. Great shot. Just a great shot. I am lumping that so much. Yeah. You know what I'm loving? What are you loving? Yeah, round one NRLW. (laughs) Yeah. I was I'm so pumped for this competition. It was I, good. It was really I, good. I on don't the want to again. sound condescending. First but send off for a bite. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I and, and I don't want this to come across like I'm being condescending, but it's just the game is just at a great level. The, the, the girls are that pumped up. I, I, I had the pleasure of being down at Shark Park and you know spoke to the girls, the Sharks girls, before at their captain's run. Just the energy and the excitement and what, what they're putting into this. Um, yeah, look, it's just I'm, – I'm, I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. And,
2: you know, I love – I tell you what I'm loving, Millie Boyle, who is a superstar mm. and getting a lot of coverage. She's she's fresh when you talk to her. And she's not tainted by the game yet. I hope she doesn't. But she came out a couple of weeks ago on a podcast and said, yes, the balls need to be smaller for us because we've got smaller hands. Now, normally people go, "No, nah, we want to play the game the men are playing, and we need to play by the same rules." I love it that she had, mod, give had the mod, guts give to come and say that. Yeah, the
4: mod ball would be perfect for women. Like they're smaller. Like it's just kick it's, it longer. They can, yeah, it, it it'll make the game. They'll, they'll be able to do more with the ball. I mean, they get arm through the line, offloads, all that. One handed flick passes and all that. It just makes sense to, I guess, customize the ball yeah. to the women. And also, what I loved about Millie Boyle when she
2: was saying, also the other day, when she said, "Everyone's too sensitive to bag an NRLW game or a player if the game was not up to scratch." Everyone's too sensitive to say, "Oh, that was a terrible game," for fear of being pulled down from,
4: mm.
2: you know, from your ivory tower. So I love it that she's saying, that "If if there's a if a player's played bad or it's a, a really ordinary game to watch, say it because yeah. we've got thick skins. It's okay." So. Yeah. Uh, Hard Worker Mondays also. Thanks to Boom Logistics and three burning questions for Toolkit Depot. Thanks to Daddy Vass. You got three questions,
1: Daddy Vass? Yeah.
4: Yeah. A bit
1: of controversy for the boys. Well,
4: well, just a bit bit of controversy here. Steve from Dubbo, straight on the text line. He says, can we do a where are they now on badge? He goes, I know where he should be, back resuscitating the last laugh. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You're banned. I like it. He's banned, Steve. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, Kia Top 7. We'll see who's made the top seven. I know who won't make the top seven, Steve.
1: Para. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. What, what did you point at me for, Daddy Vass? Oh, I just, I'm just lumping something, boys. What are you lumping? Well, I'm lumping this. Nico, come here! Was Nico. Right there, oh. and Nico oh. don't, don't say another across. word. He might hey, be in trouble. Hey, walk away from you, me. What come he here. Said to the touch judge. You do not have the right to speak to me or my team in any manner. To do it again. You're going to find yourself off the field. Enough.
4: He looks frustrated. Can, can I, yeah, yeah, but can I can I t- say like mm. that? I, I lump that the way that the referee spoke to him. I know Nico. He, you know, I don't. I don't think he abused the the sideline official. Just questioned.
2: It was on the back of the, a, uh, what was deemed a forward pass to siona which wasn't forward, mind you. No. But he looked over the lines lines. Um,
4: the lines person. The touchy yeah.
2: uh, Belinda Sharp, yep. and said that's the third time. Mm. So. Whether there's audio of him saying something else, we're not quite sure. No, but well, if, if he has, if he has said something and there's audio,
4: do what you've done to Reese. But Walsh. but you you want Play you, it. you want. I mean, it's it's not it's not do as I say, not as I do. But mm. like referees want you to speak to them with respect. Don't don't speak to the players like that. Uh, and and even if they speak in a in a demeaning or or a derogatory way, like it that doesn't like two wrongs don't make a right. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it just it really annoyed me that. It was a, it was um I hate when when referees talk to players like they're petulant children. Yeah. Sometimes they behave like it. I get it. But if you're going to you're going to treat them like that, it's it's not going to come back if to you. If know. there's a
2: player that has acted like a petulant child, do you feel as though that, that approach
4: is acceptable? No. Even if no. they've no. carried on. No, well it just makes it just makes the referee Look, look, look like he's holier than thou, and he's you know, uh, I, mean, look, we all make mistakes. Um, you know, Nico, you know, if you could take it back, and probably say, you know, I wish I didn't, you know, go over and sort of berate the the touch judge or whatever. But what, what does yelling at him like that do? Mm. You know, I mean, I just, I just don't, yeah, re- really frustrating. So, what's a know?
2: better way? Do you think you get Nico and Reese Walsh? You, you say, go, hey, listen, hey, listen I'm not going to accept that. Yeah, it's okay, not. It's come not. on, I yeah, know you're yeah, yeah. frustrated.
4: we're all adults here. I know you're frustrated. I know the, the way Bill Harrigan used to speak to people, like like he, he spoke to you like you're a person. He didn't, he didn't you know, but he knew what, he, and he was good. Yeah, I I, know. I I liked Bill Harrigan as a referee. Steve Clark was like that as well. I remember mm. we were
2: playing, I was playing for the West Tigers. We were playing Penrith on a Friday night. It was 20 to 18. And, and there's a minute to go. We had to obviously score a try to win or, or kick a goal, whatever it may be. And the ball got passed in. Frankie Pritchard knocked it down. And I said six to go, and he didn't call six to go. I said, he's six to go," and he just laughed at me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you could hear it in the audio; he's just laughing at me, going, uh, "Read about it in the paper on Monday." He said. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: uh, no, but you're you're getting at you know, if you want respect, you've got to yeah, show yeah. respect yourself, Absolutely. right?
4: Absolutely. Like yeah. no, no player is going to look at that and go, "Oh yeah, geez, well done, Riff." Like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you the respect that you want because mm. you, you talk to our cohort like that, that's, that's fine. Like no one's going to agree with that.
2: What if he sin binned him without saying anything, just saying, you know what, not accepting it, sin bin it. Does that send a harsher message?
4: Well, I I don't, I don't think the message that he was trying to send was conveyed in in the way that um, I'm sure I I haven't heard Graham Annesley's report on the weekend though, but I'm sure that he he would be having a word to. Chris, what I'm saying is, is if he
2: is to be, if he's to be approached and spoken to in that manner, in such a serious manner, of talking to an official, in what would be deemed a an unprofessional manner,
4: mm.
2: he probably should have gone to the the sin bin. He's well, been yeah. cleared today. Well, yeah, he's, he's been cleared, being cleared yeah. today. He did get cleared. So yeah. as part of your argument is, if he's been cleared, why did it warrant such
4: harsh such words. a
1: discussion? Yeah. 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 There's one more bit of audio, boys. Yep. Like it or lump this. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times this year. You know, it's been hanging around for quite a while, the discussions around him. And, you know, it's easy to say from my point of view, but it's really disappointing, the commentary around that. Why was there a discussion this week, you know? It was my call. That, that's, that was it. And, and he came back and... He answered in – he played the way that he plays. He was a bit fresher and, and then he was the biggest – So who's that?
2: That's Trent Robinson? That Trent Robinson Robinson talking, talking about
1: James Tedesco
2: Having a week off
1: a yep. mm. week and a half ago,
2: mm. round 20?
1: Yeah, they the the club copped a fair bit of criticism.
4: Well, he came out him...
2: before the game and said, I can't believe this is an issue. I, I know the player. I know the discussions I've had with him. I've made the decision on the best interests of the
4: club. I, I can't believe – he says I can't believe it is. I can't believe that he can't believe that it's not an issue. You know what I mean? So you're saying that people have got the right to question of course. the decision. Like, it, it is a, it's a, he's, he's the captain of a club that is struggling. Um, I understand it, and I, and I agree with what he did, but he can't now come out and go, I can't believe this is an issue because he created the issue. Mm. And it's, and it's a, you know, the, it's the New South Wales captain, your, your club captain, who, you know, holds the team together. And yet, look, it worked. He's had a week off. He's come back and he's had a had a great game. Needed the break, but don't come out and say I can't believe it's not. A, it's an, like it's an issue.
2: I know where you're coming from here, Rat, because he's been in the game long enough to realise that Mage. it's that certain sections of the media are going to ask questions, aren't they? All fans are going to ask questions, so you shouldn't be surprised. I'm sure he's not surprised, but I think it just proves that the decision that both he and James Tedesco did make proved to be the right decision, Daddy Vass. So we're we liking that. Liking what he said.
4: Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking I'm, it. I'm liking the fact that he defended his player, but don't don't attack the media for asking you a question about you know what the issue decisions. that was created by your actions. Mm. Like it's just just deal with it. Just go yeah, look, needed a break. It's, it's my call, and you know away we go. He's grumpy today, isn't he? Because eight seven zero is texting <laughs> and said, "Rat,
2: you've had a shocker. How long are you retired? Pull your head in, you gentle little man." <laughs> oh mate. <laughs> That's gold. That's gold. Now, let's get a sports update. Thanks to Mitre 10, or thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade, and Ariane Titmus destroys Katie Ledecky and the Canadian, the 16-year-old Summer McIntosh, who's the was the world record holder in the 400, breaking the world record by a second. Just smashed them. is that... Well, the 250-metre mark, there was no way she was getting beaten.
4: Mate, these swimmers of ours, they spend that much time in the pool. I want to check them. I reckon they might be growing webbed feet or something, like gills. Like, <laughs> how fast can they go? I know. I
2: know. It's it's, And that's no swimming suits as well, remember? Yeah, they A they're second. Being yeah. Mm. Now, the 4x100 men's and women's, well, the women smashed their own world record. The men beating the USA. Of course, no Caleb Dressel, the superstar from the US, swimming. They've always dominated. That four by one hundred, but the four by one hundred women's with Emma McKeon bringing them home,
4: smashed it by two seconds. No, about seven meters ahead of the next team. It
2: was ridiculous. Mm. It was ridiculous how how easy they ended up winning that. And of course, uh, the Australia Australian cricket team retained the Ashes fourth test rained out. Does it feel empty? Or... No
4: way. I, I love it. I actually I prefer to win to to win the Ashes like that, just to stick it up the palms. I've got no empathy. I, I lost a game against England in two thousand and three, and every time I come in contact Is with the Englishmen, yeah, yeah, they remind me of it. They're the, they're the, mate. It, I am. I, I actually couldn't think of a better way for us to retain the ashes of it. I just, you know, they're a, they're in control. They can take it <laughs> to a fifth game, but you know what? They've got to really win the fifth game to be able to say to everyone, you know what? No, we, I, I actually we, like the. It wouldn't bother me if we lost it, honestly, and just go well. Bad luck. It rained, and you didn't get a chance to win Seriously, it. Seriously, honestly, yeah. how bad is it today? I, no. would, I
1: would have liked to see play on the fifth Well, day.
2: Adrian from Rouse Hill. And, Adrian, we, we don't hear enough from you. We, I hope you're all right. He says, so Australia retains the ashes because of rain reducing what was gearing up to be the greatest cricket series in history to a dead rubber. Two all going into the side. It would have been unbelievable. The fact, Australia were petrified to the point they begged for a washout weak need and almost gutless, come on, Adrian, you don't wish. When you're a competitor, you don't wish for a washout.
4: Oh, I'll, I'll say, say that again. I'll say agree. that five times. <laughs> wish for a, <laughs> wish for a uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's get to a break. The local business that values having yours. That was a sports update, thanks to Miter Ten. That's why the trade trusts Miter Ten. We're going to have three burning questions with Daddy Vass next.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, great supporters of the show. Kia R for Sports Day.
2: Sats and Rat for a Monday night edition. Now, before we get to three burning questions, thanks to Toolkit Depot and Daddy Vass, uh, we've got Adam from Carlingford who's given us a call on 1300 01 1170. How are you, Adam? Good, mate. How are you? Really well, really well. Now, you wanted to ring up and bag Rat. Is that right? No, I mean, I've definitely
0: not bagged him. I've recently... I've recently finished reading his book
2: and I'm a big fan of the sports biographies and his book was honestly one of the best I think I've ever read.
4: Oh, mate, Adam, I, I appreciate that, mate. Uh, thanks very much.
2: Some of the stuff you went into detail about, I'm just amazed you managed to keep, you, keep yourself composed while writing a lot of that stuff, to be
4: honest. Well, I, I will tell you this. I actually um, I actually put the pen down or the typewriter down and um, and gave up writing it. Uh, towards the back end of it because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was really hard to deal with. And then, um, yeah, yeah, fortunately, my publishers were understanding and they gave me time. I ended up getting through it. So, um, no, I really appreciate the feedback, mate. It's uh, much appreciated. That's all
2: right. A couple of times, you know, I was reading in bed and my wife, Walks in and she's like, "What are you reading? You're getting all emotional." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah well, hey, thanks, Adam. Thank thanks, you very mate. much for, for calling. Oh, the, uh, no. Very kind words, a Father's son. It's an outstanding book, listeners. If you are, if you haven't read it, you, you have lived a life, haven't you?
4: Well, uh, yeah. There's a bit, a bit that's gone on. Um, Did
2: rugby union open you up to more? What's the
4: best way to say to more bigger audience?
2: Well, not, not audience more opportunities, not opportunities either, um, events in your life.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um,
2: like if you're telling stories, if you're sitting around yeah, with a group yeah, of mates telling stories, yeah. are a lot
4: more of them around yeah, travelling with the Wallabies? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. there's some funny ones. I um, I, I had this I, – I did I did um, the rugby show with Morgan Turanui on yeah. Thursday night um, and it was, yeah, great catching up with him. He was a good teammate of mine, but uh, that's – um, the, the host, Sean, he goes, mate, you guys, you know, teammates. Sean you know, Maloney, yeah, yeah, great you, guy. Good, good teammates. Good teammates. I said, mate, this this guy here, he's the best teammate. He goes, what was that? I said, mate, I woke up in his room naked one morning. That's all you told me. And he's me. like, yeah, yeah, you woke up naked? Like, he's, he's a good teammate. That's, that's a good teammate. I said, well, he found me wandering the hallway. <laughs> I was sleepwalking, and he's pulled me in. I've woken up in Morgan's room, and I'm like, what are you doing in my room? He goes, you're in my room. He goes, you were walking down the hallway at three in the morning with no clothes on. So I was in the soft hotel in Brisbane. So it could have could have ended very poorly without him. So I'm uh, very grateful for Morgs. Is that
2: the time but, you had a party in your room you didn't realise Eddie Jones was, was in the room door. next door?
4: That was before my first test. <laughs> next door. And mate, from that, from then on, uh Eddie Jones Like he, man, every time we we toured somewhere, it'd be my room, Eddie Jones' room, and Wendell's room. And he'd be right between Keep us. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> Keep, an eye, Keep an, eye an, an eye on him. On an eye on <laughs> Three
2: burning
1: questions. Thanks to Toolkit Depot. G'day, boys. Yeah, just um, based off the Sharks' performance in the first half Be yesterday. Careful. Be
2: careful. I know.
1: I know this is you'll, a touchy subject. Jump the desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate! How do the Sharkies <laughs> turn around their their left edge defence?
2: Well, oh, well they, had, they had a lot of a lot of changes, didn't they?
4: Well, they had, they had. Yeah, they had significant changes there. But I mean, it's no excuse to perform the way that they did. True. Um, I felt like a lot of that performance was based on energy. In the first 40 minutes, they they didn't show up to play. And, you know, you can get your pants pulled down pretty quick in the NRL. It doesn't matter who you're coming up against if you're not right, you know, attitude-wise, and, and I think that's what happened. Yeah. Just,
1: just mentally, like through the week, right, they they go down to the Warriors, right? They're, they're, they're playing for the Steve Rogers Cup. Mm. Surely you'd think the whole playing group would be up for this match.
2: Well, you, you can be up for it for a period of time, Daddy Bass, and then – you can't play a whole eighty minutes on emotion, can you? No. It, it's no, sort of yeah. after five or ten minutes it, you get into the game, you and your focus is on other things. It's it's not until the last ten minutes and you're two minutes two points behind and you think we're playing for something greater here tonight. Mm. But they got themselves to a situation where they were just chasing too hard mm. for the I, I,
4: I thought I thought they were gonna pull it out of the fire to be yeah. honest. I thought this is gonna be amazing if they do, but yeah, it, it's, it's like the old mike tyson saying, everyone's got a plan to get punched in the mouth You, you can run out there all fired up And then you, you're off the pace by a by a a, a millim like a, a percent mm. And all of a sudden you're on the back foot and you know They're punching you in the mouth and you're not you, you can't you can't get back to wrestle back that momentum And the game of footy if you don't start on the right foot, it's so hard to wrestle it back. What'd you
2: say? Did I pick manly in our tips? <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah,
1: so Watching the game, is there some defensive kind of lull out, like communication breakdown out there? What, what do oh, they, they train need?
2: together all week, and they would have nailed their, they would have nailed their, um, their indicators like mm-hmm. in their their job throughout the week, and they would have thought they were, but in, as Rat says, until you get out there, and the first couple of times you get like a lot of numbers thrown at you. You don't know whether it's whether you're going to have that communication. You don't know whether you're going to get your assignment right.
4: You, you can't rely on anybody else. That's the thing in, mm. in the game of footy. Like you've got to be go out there and try and be the difference maker. And if you've got 13 guys in the field doing that, then you play with the right sort of momentum. If you've got guys looking at each other, wait for someone else to do something. That's where the sharks See, were. The pressure does last. amazing oh.
2: things to you, doesn't it? Oh. Now on the oh. trolley, that I think it was the first try. Connor Tracy, for some reason, just, just jumped just jumped out of the, tro- off into the trolley hole. Line into a into a space, yeah. and they score. Tolu Kola, I think, scores. Mm. And and you could see his disappointment when he started – he basically started punching himself in the he, head. He
4: knew. He knew what he'd done. Mm. Because that's what pressure
2: does to you. Mm. You don't do it during the week, but you do it in the and, game. And when
4: things aren't going your way, and, and if you try to solve that problem yourself, mm. not as a team, that's when things like that happen. Yep. And that's what – you know, that's where they're at at the moment. So they need to find something because they got the Panthers this week and um, they got a tough road in, so – no, oh, they they could they could write a story if they if they get it together. Um, but they got they got a bit of work to do.
1: All right, boys, number two across the ditch. Did Sebastian Chris deserve a penalty try for a high shot from Dallin? No. I oh,
4: see. So you're allowed to hit people in the head now, eh?
2: There's no force.
4: Oh, okay. Well, he brushed him, but it made it hit him in the head. He didn't hit him in the head. Well, his arm hit him he, in the head. He grazed his him. His arm hit him in the head, So I wouldn't say Doesn't it's his matter. arm. I'd say it's his index finger. Well, it may hit him in the head, cause the try not to be scored, One, of the, try. one of
2: the big players of the year, Daltony Selesnick.
4: Mm.
1: Well, Ricky Stewart agrees with Rat.
4: Should never have got to golden point. Um, in regards to that decision before half time, with said Chris's uh, no try. It's, that was a um, that was a high shot. Should have been a, uh, a penalty try.
1: So you're, playing, you're saying play on?
2: Well, I don't think I don't think that caused him to drop the ball. What, hitting him in the head?
4: No, he didn't. <laughs> what do you define as hit? Well, he was running so at pace if and I, he stuck his arm out and it hit him in the head. If I walk over to you and I just
2: put my hand on your head right now, mm. I haven't hit you in the head, but if I actually pull my arm back, which I'd love to do, and hit you straight <laughs> on the chin... I've hit you in the so, head.
4: No, but I'm just asking your question. Are you allowed to hit people in the head when you make tackles? Like, so, like is that what you're allowed to do now? No, you're not allowed to. If okay, it, well, there you go. So, if it, it's intentional or reckless. Yeah. Well, mm. or careless. Like, mm. I mean, he hit him on the head, hit him in the chin. It did. Hit him on the chin. <laughs> that didn't cause him to drop the ball. <laughs> well, how do you know, Sats? Because how do you he hit. Know? It, how well, do you know whether well, what it causes him to drop is, the ball. What I know is he dropped the ball yep. during a tackle mm. where a guy's hit him in the head. I think he was thinking about his try celebration. Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Third one. Mm. Uh,
1: who's your premiership favorite <laughs> and why from right now? Penrith from the length of the straight at the moment.
4: Penrith? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they, are, they were in cruise control on the weekend. Mm. They just – and, you know, they, they got like a Tyrone Peachy they throw in there. Luke Garner goes in. Luke Garner's a gun. He hasn't played yeah. all year, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they just slot him in there, just fill in the gaps. And so when,
2: and I was one of those as well, Viliami Kikau, and it comes down to how good of a coach Ivan Cleary and his team are. I, Benny Gardner's there as, a, as an assistant coach, um, Yeah, I was, Peter Wallace, I, I was thinking well, Viliami Kikau, him leaving, oh, they'll probably drop back two or three spots and they'll still make the top four. and but they've just—they found another way to win. You know,
4: you know what? It's starting to reek of it's starting to reek of a Melbourne system where anybody can go there, and they just—they've they've got the key pieces in the right spots. Oh yeah. And then they just fill in the gaps with players that are good footballers, but they yep. turn them into better footballers. Like look at Scott Sorensen since he's been there.
2: I yeah, I, I got to admit, I was really surprised when Cronulla let him go because mm. I always thought, I always thought he was going to be a player because he had the physical attributes. Mm. He's quick. Got footwork. He looks yep. after himself. He was always going to make it, mm. but he, you know, he probably had to lead the sharks. But I was, re- I was always really surprised when they let players like he and Luke Metcalf
4: go. No, yep. Yeah, yeah, Metcalf's one that uh, they probably wish they had back. Slick
2: Rick on the text line says, "How good was Nathan Cleary's ball playing on the weekend?" Yeah, he was again mm. first game back, and he looked like he, he had missed a beat. No, probably the right game to come back against the Bulldogs as well.
4: Yeah, just he's in, not against, not 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 a not a premiership heavyweight. Yeah, put him under the pump.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I was like uh, Tago, no, out. Tungo, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, they still look pretty, pretty mm. sleek down that edge yeah. too. Yeah, they got
2: pretty, they got really good depth. Uh, Garrett for winter. I, I was down there two weeks ago, and I went and watched. The, I went down to see my son, who's at Penrith, and I watched their captain's run. Mm. And Nathan wasn't playing; he was right. out for another week. So Jack was. Cogger was the halfback for the NRL team. And Nathan ran halfback for a bit of time with the New South Wales Cup team. Right. And while he was steering the New South Wales Cup team, they were doing an opposed session. Right. They were icing the NRL just, team.
4: Just tearing him up. Oh, Clear yeah. he was.
2: Just putting people in a space. It, yeah. was, it was pretty good to watch, actually. Pretty mm. good to watch live. Gear up for winter at Toolkit Depot with a huge range of outdoor power equipment. That was three burning questions with Daddy Vass. We're going to have Rats Crystal Ball NRL predictions after
3: the break. <laughs> We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. This
2: is Sports Day. Sats and Rat for a Monday night. So much happened over the weekend. And now, as we head into the business end of the season, after Origins finished, everyone starts stabilising their sides and trying to get their injured players through to the end of the year. If you're still in the running to play finals, we've got six rounds to go in the NRL. It's now and ever for some of the sides. Now, Rat and your crystal
4: balls. Well, prediction. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what? Prediction? What do you want to focus do. on? Well, well, tonight I want to talk about. Um, the Roosters, yep. the Dolphins, uh, and who else? And, and the Sea Eagles. Now, just looking at the at their their runs in, um, and the potential for them to, well, well, thirty points with a good four and a against, so I think it's going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Thirty two, with um, well, thirty two, you'll, you'll you'll definitely be in. Absolutely, yeah. So we've got six rounds to go. The Roosters are on twenty two points, so they'd need to win five of these games. Yep. So they've got the Broncos away, don't think they're going to win that. Mm. They've got the Eagles at home, I think they win that.
2: That's Eagles at their home? No, the at, at, the,
4: at the Roosters' home. Yeah, Yep.
2: yeah. Allianz, yeah. Yep,
4: they've got the Dolphins at home, I think they win that. I think they've got the Eels They've got the Eels away, that'll be tough. Mm.
2: They've
4: got the Tigers at home, I think they win that. And then they've got the Rabbitohs away. Can they win five games? Out of those six. Sam so,
2: Walker?
4: Yeah. well injuries, not back yet? Yeah. Injuries, they've got Walker. They'll make a decision this week. Radley should be back this week. Crichton, Tupin are out for the season. Momorowski should be back this week. They came into some form last week. Is that going to be enough for the Catalyst to, to get them across the line? Do you think they can do it?
2: I'm just purely based on the way they're playing. I know they, they went really well for three quarters of the game against the Gold Coast. Mm. But out of those games you mentioned... Yeah, Broncos, Eagles, Eels, Rabbit. I I don't think they can.
4: I, I think I, I can see them winning four of those games. Mm-hmm. Depending on by how much they may get in on a point of points differential. If they win four of those games, that's eight points. That put them on thirty points. Like
2: you were saying, they're finished. They're sitting twelfth at the moment, mm. minus eighty yep. for and against. So they're a well behind. A lot of those sides that are ahead of them, other than Canberra,
4: you, you could see them going on with a few wins against maybe the Tigers and the Dolphins if they get it together. The Dolphins, and that's who we'll focus on now. The Dolphins are on thirteenth; they're they're on twenty-two; they're minus ninety-one. That, but their run home—they have got a uh, really good one, haven't they? No, nah, it's it's not easy. They got the bull. Well, they got the Bulldogs away this mm-hmm. week. Then they got the Knights at home. They can win those two. Yep. They got the Roosters away. They
2: they could. Based on their, their season form, the
4: mm. Roosters,
2: they're every chance.
4: But we'll we'll talk about this. They got then they got the then they got the Tigers away,
2: which they can win.
4: They got Cowboys at home, tough, tough and Warriors tough. at home. Mm. They've also got Marshall King out for the season. Um, obviously, they're, they're missing Tom Gilbert and Branko Lee. So yep. they've been struggling a little bit, uh, particularly on that left edge defensively. Um, can they win four of those six games to get them on thirty and and? Help, you know, maybe differential gets them across the line.
2: Well, they get to thirty, they're missing out.
4: You think so? Yep. Yeah, right. They need thirty two. They need five of those games. They can beat the Bulldogs, I think. They can beat the Knights. They can beat the Tigers. You've got it. I think the Roosters, Cowboys, and Warriors are going to be the struggle for them. They need to win two of those. So we can put a line through the Dolphins. You reckon? Yep. Line through the Dolphins. All right. Now we've got the Sea Eagles on twenty-three points in eleventh position, differential of minus thirty-one. They've got the Dragons away. They've got the Roosters away. Mm. They've got the Panthers at home.
2: Playing the Panthers at home at Brookie.
4: Mm.
2: I mean, falls in your favor. So tough to win there.
4: Yeah. Warriors away. Tough. Bulldogs away. Mm. Tigers at home. Oh. So they're for and against. If, you know, if they're playing Dragons, Bulldogs, Tigers in their last six games. I'd expect them to, to win those three games.
2: They could finish on 31 points. Yep. Hmm. Mm. Which, winning four games.
4: Yeah. what, it, what they could it, do. Injuries, obviously Turbo's out, so that hurts. But um, Paseca and, and Alloway. Lost them on the weekend. On the weekend. Tough. So they're, they're middles. Mm. So they're pretty crucial in terms of what they're going to need in the back end of the season, particularly coming up, you know, against the Warriors, uh, Roosters in the middle. Uh, they need their big boys in the middle. So um, can do it, but I'm going to put a line through the Roosters. Uh, through the through the. For the Eagles? Okay,
2: wow. To yeah. go to Sharks and do what they did yesterday? Yep. I know the now they're listing, missing Paseca and L.O.A., it, it hurts. It, it hurts them. But the way they won at Shark Park yesterday, nothing would surprise me with the Sea Eagles.
4: Yeah, I, I just I just think the, the loss of their big men in the middle, mm. um, which looks like it's going to be for a, a period of time. Um, I think they need them, and I, I think they're going to struggle. Um yeah, I think when you look at they've got the Roosters and the draft. Roosters hit some form on the weekend. Panthers, yeah, Warriors away. Yeah, I, I can't see them getting it done. Yep. So line through them, and tomorrow we're going to have a look at the Titans, the Knights, and the Bunnies. And we're going to look at the, um, some sides on Wednesday night that are um, in the eight that you know are uh, teetering.
2: And based on the Seagulls, tomorrow night we're going to have Anthony Seabold, the coach of the Manly Seagulls. And Rat's going to actually tell him why he thinks they won't make the finals. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah,
4: I'll let him know. <laughs> Tune
2: in for that. It'll mm. be great. Before we get to the break, will you, you put your hand up? Did you yeah, want to ask something? Yeah, just quickly, boys. I've, I've
1: had a flick through to round 27. How is yeah. this for the last round? We've got the Bunnies versus the Roosters. Boom. Be a crucial game for the top eight. Also, we have scrolled down to the last game on the Sunday, the Sharkies and the Raiders.
2: Nice. Mm.
1: Wow. So, there'll be some... I
2: some, love watching the Raiders play. Some contenders for the top eight there. Yep. Before we get to the break, Danger, our thoughts are always with you, Danger. He says, hi, boys, it's Danger. Still in hospital listening to you, but I will be home this week. Anyway, I do believe my little man is so bad. Oh, he's talking about
4: you. I'm not going to read that last bit, Danger. He's having
2: a go at you. Why are you cranky?
4: He's cranky today. I'm not cranky. Yeah. I've, anyway, mate, No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's get to a break after the break. We'll do like it or lump it.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, Train for the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day.
0: Yes! Yes!
3: Yes!
2: Yeah, Like a lump at time. And what did you like from the weekend? What did you lump? And before we get to that, shoto on the text line 0457 736 736. Or if you're listening in, in Zid, of course it's 8833 if you well, want you to get involved do in that. that. I can. You My can't, wife is a can't, Kiwi.
4: No, it's offensive. That was a horrible accent too.
2: Whenever I text her, I always write head. <laughs> yeah. So Shotto says, "Boys, my lump this week is how can a guy be binned for direct, forceful contact to the head, then said person who got hit doesn't need to go to the HIA, and in fact can tell yeah. the ref he got him."
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a weird. It's like when the when two players clash heads, one goes to the HIA and the yeah. other one doesn't. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you're right. You're right.
4: Yeah, that, I, I lumped that too.
2: What you like, Shoto, what are you liking?
4: What am I liking? Hmm. Well, I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I'm, uh, the NRLW is what I'm yeah. loving. I'm loving their emotion. I'm loving everything about it. And I just can't wait to see this season unfold. I think it's going to be quite a, a level playing
2: field. I love the NRL and uh, W try celebrations. They mm. got right amongst it.
4: You know what I'm lumping about that, though? What? When one of the well, when Millie Boyle was trying to do one and the other team knocked the ball Chelsea out. Chelsea Leonarduzzi yeah, from yeah. the Bronx.
2: So you can't do that. Brian Tyrell and Liam Martins, I think, did their best one from Blades of Glory. That was Glory. questionable. That was, that was outstanding. <laughs> no. I'm lumping, as I said earlier on, the Val Holmes sin bin.
4: No, it's horrible.
2: Are you lumping Ma- Marty Tapau, knee What was he thinking? Oh, I oh. can see
4: what he was trying to do. but He was, he was thinking he was in the 1,500-metre steeple yeah. the chase. exactly. That's <laughs> what so he was thinking.
2: Uh, that's the end of the first hour, of course. Coming up after the break, we, uh, we've we got Mossy Masoi. Where are they now segment? Outstanding man, such a positive message. Hang around for that chat because it's uh, very inspirational. We've also got the hard workers here on Sats and Rats.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. Fakia and World Gym. Fakia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym. Train for the sport you play. This is Sports
2: Day. Sports Day, and it is the second hour. Welcome to the second hour, and if you're first time to the show, welcome for a Monday night edition. Thanks to Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023, and of course World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Get involved, 0457 736 736. And in New Zealand, double eight double three. And before we get to our very special guest, which is Mossi
4: Masoi, mm. you know what? What? This guy... Don't get me angry.
2: If you... No, you shouldn't get angry when we talk about (laughs) Mossy because his attitude towards life...
4: Oh, mate. I I, I felt like giving myself an uppercut after listening to Mossy. Yep. I'm like, mate, what a a way to look at things. Just great empathy. Just, I can't wait for you to hear this interview.
2: Yeah, outstanding. It's what we call a hook and tease. This this interview (laughs) has got great interest from a lot of our listeners, so much so we offered to Glenn to come on right now while we're talking. And he said, no, I want to listen to the Mossy Massoy interview. Mm. That's how good it's going to be. Yep. So hang around. Before we do that, we're going to get to a couple of the text messages. zero four five seven seven three six seven three six, Or, of course, in New Zealand is double 88833. Double double three. Uh, Steve from Dubbo, Evening Fellas. The fight, the boxing school cards on the night. Were way out there. Is that, is that the fight that
4: you were saying? Cambosis, yeah, it was. Bit, Kambosis yeah, Kambosis it was. Fight. Yeah, yeah, right. Was
2: pretty strange.
4: Yeah. Uh, what have we got here? Steve from Dubbo. Oh, I know. Oh, Canberra. Canberra has to be careful. Uh, their four and against is terrible. A couple of losses and they'll be out of the eight. Gee, that's troubling, Rod. Yeah, they do have a. They've got a very average four and against. They're,
2: f- they're fifth at the moment on twenty eight points, and mm. Parramatta are, are eighth on twenty four points. So they've still got a. They got a little bit of leeway, and not a lot. Yeah, they, but a they do. Bit.
4: Sats, but but the thing is, like, if any of these teams, all the way down, like, man, down to tenth spot, spot has a better four and against yeah. them. and for them to catch them, they've obviously got to win games, and Canberra got to lose. Yeah, don't worry
2: about four and against. You just got to keep winning. Yeah, yeah, simple as that. Yeah, and yeah. this one here, Rooster Muzz. Yes, I'll get someone to get onto that for you, uh, gents. Like or lump it. I'm liking ARL Commission Chairman Peter Volandi's forcing. He's asking us whether we like or lump this, Daniel. Peter Volandi's forcing the New South Wales government to stump up more cash for this year's grand final to remain in Sydney, but won't commit long-term until the New South Wales government honour the pledge of $800 million for suburban stadium upgrades. If the New South Wales government don't make good on the original deal, then they'll take it on the road and commercialise it like the Super Bowl. Now, oh, I, don't, it's,
4: I like that.
2: I like how he, how he hasn't signed a big deal, so he's got the... He's got the upper hand in negotiations. Mm. Um, I I always think it should be played in Sydney. I'm just a traditionalist that way. But I do like how, from a negotiation point of view, how he's he's going to hold the upper hand. I do I, I do like that, Daniel. Mm. Okay, as we said, this man very inspirational. And in 2020 January, he went through a uh, a pretty traumatic episode in his life. But he has got a great a great attitude towards life. And we love the nostalgic Andrew, uh, angle to the show. So let's do this.
3: It's time for Sports Days. Where are they now?
4: 13 metres out, still with three plays left. Here's Jeremy Lattimore to Mossy Massoy.
3: Big Mossy up yeah. the middle. There's a parting gift as well.
2: Mossy Massoy, the big front row, a former Penrith mm. and Roosters front row as well. Went over to the UK Super League. But we did, as of 2020, we watched with interest the progress uh, from a a terrible injury while playing a game yep. in the UK Super League. And we watched his progress very closely as we mm. saw him take his first steps after a spinal injury and, and took those first steps around the end of 2020. It's been yep. an inspirational story. And we thought we'd catch up with that man to see how he's traveling now. He's back in Australia. That man is Mossy Masoi, and he joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Mossy?
0: Yeah, good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: No, no, thank you very much. First and foremost, you've moved back from the UK and back to Australia, and you're living on the Sunshine Coast. How's life up there? Yeah, it's good.
0: It's funny, um, we're on a sunny coast, but speaking to you guys today, it's probably the first rainy day I've seen in a while, so yeah, um, it's, been nice to see, it's been nice to see a bit of rain,
4: but it's uh, it's nice up here on the coast. Yeah, a bit different to uh, growing up in New Zealand, mate. I'm sure you saw plenty of rain over there. Um, but, mate, uh, you still love watching the game? you still enjoy um, following the game? Oh, mate, I,
0: I, I think I follow it more now. Um, during my time when I was playing, I, I hardly watched it because it was like um, doing a video session um, when you're watching games. But now when I'm out of the game, I I've, I've, I've pretty much watch nearly, nearly all the games on the weekend. And I think my missus is getting a bit... Um, <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, <laughs> mate. I better that the season's
0: going a bit too long.
4: Yeah, mate. Um, you, you you must have a soft spot for the New Zealand Warriors, given um, you know your heritage. But you must love what they're doing at the moment. They're a pretty exciting team to watch. Yeah, it's so
0: good. It's so good for New Zealand. Um, um, it's been a long time coming for for them, and they've, they've always had really good teams over the years. And it's so nice just to see them gel together and um, see what Webster's be being able to do with them it's, um, it's been great
2: now we're going to get to your injury very soon and also your rehabilitation Mossy which is really inspiring it was great that we got to share that in the modern age of social media but growing up in Wellington New Zealand you're a proud Samoan boy but, but growing up in Welling, Wellington playing rugby league who ended up finding you initially and, and taking you to Sydney to play for the Roosters yeah um, I, I got scouted
0: by uh, Artie Beeson, um. I come over to New, from New Zealand with the under-16s and played in um, under under-16s against uh, a couple of teams over here and big arty uh, thing. So yeah, that, that's how I got my first, uh, first contract to come over to, to play with the Sydney Roosters.
2: How would you find it living in Sydney? Difficult? Uh, fast. Fast life. Yep. Coming from,
0: um, from Wellington, it's is like, Going from Canberra to
4: Sydney.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 So it was really, really quiet I and mean, then straight into
4: the eastern suburbs. I, I didn't, didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it's a different lifestyle. It can certainly, oh, I moved from Queensland to Sydney and that was enough for me. Um, certainly a different <laughs> lifestyle down there, mate. Plenty of people around. Um, mate, I just wanted to you know, talk about your injury and, and do you allow yourself to go back to that day in 2020 or? when the injury occurred or does that bring too much sadness into your life knowing that what was taken away from you based on that injury? No,
0: no. I, I, I always kind of think about it now and then. Um, it's, um, you know, I'm pretty grateful to be in the position I am today. Um, from, you know, when it first happened, um, that injury was, was bad, but it was just how you deal with it. And, um, you know, just having a sportsman background and, um, Dealing with injuries, if it's it's how you take it, and you can um, you can be negative about it, or you can be positive about it, and, and uh, get on with it.
4: I guess, mate, that is uh, that is a wonderful attitude. And I'm I'm sure um, that that just saying those words will inspire many many of our listeners, mate. So, mate, when when you had the injury, were you told that you weren't going to walk again?
0: Yeah, they they um, initially I was um, paralysed from the neck down. And I could probably only move my wrist at first, and so the first um, they just kept doing tests on me, like for the first maybe month, and um, they just said it was a really high chance that I wasn't going to walk again. And um, but there was a guy in the, the spinal unit, and um, he was uh, very very um, optimistic, and it really helped me get through my um, through my rehab and trying to get up and get out of bed and stuff so yeah the first two months was really I, I could only lie in bed I wasn't allowed to I couldn't move as, as well so it was it was tough but um, could be worse off Yeah. Wow.
2: Mossy when you talk about that that um, the guy who gave you the confidence he could probably probably take some steps again H- how long after that two months how long did you realistically, get yourself in that frame of mind where you said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this, this a go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to well, lay here and allow this to take over my life.
0: I, I think it's, um, really when, um, they have, um, patients that come in and really help motivate, um, motivate you when you're in the dark times. And he was, this, 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 this fellow just really helped me out. And, um, his name's Wayne and he runs, a um, a charity at the hospital, and um, I wanted to be like Wayne, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's, um, his uh, hands don't really move, and um, he finds it quite difficult. He can't stand up or anything, and guy like, came up to me and pretty much just said, "No, you're going to be, you're going to be walking, um, just by your tests and what I've seen over the years, you're going to, you'll be able to stand up." And I was, like, I just wanted to be like Wayne at first, and he was like, "No, you're going to be, you're going to be way ahead of me." And so it kind of gave me a bit of confidence, and at the same time, I was with, like, the doctors were telling me something else, and, and it was just because of his experience and where he's come from and what happened to himself. He was like, you know, you're going to be way exceeding where I where I've been. He really helped me. In a positive
2: way, wow. got goosebumps. Yeah, that's outstanding, boss. Yeah, it's a great attitude, and it's great that you've got someone that's going through what you were going through to be able to give you that that um, you know positive reinforcement when you made those first steps. And it was only September of September October of twenty twenty, the year that you you had the spinal injury. When you took those first steps, can you remember? Can you remember the the different range of emotions that went through your body?
0: Oh yeah, it was um, it was just. I I didn't want to fall over. (laughs) Um, When I first first stood up, it was like, um, all the blood just rushes down to your feet and then, because you can't really feel them, it's kind of like watching a toddler learn how to walk again. Mm. Or like, when they first take their first steps and, and you're standing in the bars and you're like, you go to take your first step and you're still a bit nervous taking them because I don't know if your leg's going to crumble or um or it's going to catch your weight so it was really nerve-wracking at first but um uh, but I'm glad I got like I got there and I
4: was able to do it well mate the um the rugby league world the rugby league community was was you know behind you and 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 you know doing their best in any way they could to support you did you feel the love from the rugby league community when uh, you were going through this Oh, hundred percent um well, when I was in the hospital, um,
0: COVID hit, so all the patients, um, we weren't allowed any visitors anymore, So, but I was still getting heaps of mail, and um, I, w- I wasn't able to use my phone, so um, there would be, like, phone calls to the hospital just to give me well wishes and wishing me all the very best for my recovery and things like that, and I kind of really hit home that it's, um, it wasn't just from... The people in the UK was from Australia and New Zealand. Um, you know, there was so much love and support for myself, and so I'm really grateful for that.
4: Yeah, I, I can imagine. Um, you know, those calls and, and those messages of well wishes lifting your spirits. I May mean, I, I wanted to ask, did, did you find this? I mean, obviously, the physical nature of the injury um, is, is tough, incredibly tough to deal with. But but how were you emotionally through it all? Um.
0: You know, I, I I grew up with my cousin who had really bad cerebral palsy, so he's always been in a wheelchair, in an electric wheelchair, and I kind of every time I was down, I was I kind of thought about him, and I was like, well, mate, I've, I've had thirty years of my life living a normal life, yes, but my cousin has never had that for his own life. So I was like, what's what's the use being sad and down? By this, I got 30 years of, of a great life. I got a great family, kids, and I was like, there's there's no need to be down, like, um, and I've got an opportunity to kind of gain this like my movement back, and um, so I kind of always looked at it like that. So wow. I didn't wanna dishonor my, my cousin by being down because he's never had that opportunity to walk. Um,
2: so, amazing. Yeah, that was, uh, amazing. That
0: was amazing. Big inspiration for myself.
2: Well, you're inspirational oh, to, to a lot of people with your attitude. Let alone, I, I, I talked to Tim Sheens quite a bit, Mossy, and he's uh, he's always said you're one of the most selfless people he's ever met. And you've just uh, described uh, he's, <laughs> exactly <he's> described <laughs> you exactly to a t. Now he's he's a guy that's stayed in regular contact. He's tried to help as much as he can. Is that correct? Did you have him as a coach at Hull Kingston Rovers?
0: Yeah, James has been the best man. He, he, he's been awesome. Um, he he loves to talk footy. Matt he's been like supporting us. Um, you know, even even when he um, was let go at Hokea um, um he was still helping out other teams. And when when the um, to myself, he, he got like uh, rallied around. Trying to get fundraising done and all that stuff, and he um, helped out with a, a regular league team over there. That it's the Exiles, and they face yep. um, um, the England team, and and they got the win, and they wore my jersey that I um, designed and things like that. So, yeah, she's always been um, been supporting myself and my family. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that.
2: What about your partner? What about your partner? Does she? Does she deserve a, a Logie or an Oscar a <laughs> or a medal? Or she must have been a great support oh, for her. Oh, she
0: deserves everything. Yeah, she's been, um, been there since, yeah, through it all. And she's, um, you know, as much as it's I, I, people pat me on the back and say, you know, I've done really well with my recovery and stuff. But honestly, couldn't have done it without her. Like, she's had to put two hats on or three hats on, you know, um, be mum, be dad as well. When I'm doing my recovery and all that stuff, and doing all the stuff for the kids, and doing stuff for myself, and um, limited to to things. So, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm really really grateful to have her in my corner.
2: Yeah, well done, well yeah. done. Now, before we let you go, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch back in with you. I reckon in a few weeks leading into the finals, we're gonna get your. Five favourite Polynesian players that you love watching play. Okay, so we're going to give you some. We're going to give you some some homework over the next few weeks, and we'll check back in with you. You're going to give us your five favourite Polynesian players you love watch to play. Okay. Uh, current players? No, no, yeah, no. It could be all time. All time. So don't answer it now. We're going to we're going to we'll check back, back to in you. with you in a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Cheers. No, that'll
0: be awesome.
2: Now, what about coaching? Do you think you'll get into coaching at some stage? Um. Uh, i I've thought about it.
0: Um, my missus always says that I should get into coaching because I'm watching the game and I'm yelling yeah. at the TV all the time. <laughs> um, but um, coaches are a different breed. They are um, <laughs> um, they're very, very weird people. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. So um, yeah, I, I might, I might might be one of those
4: weird people but um, you might be able to change yeah. that Mossy. you might be able to change the the narrative of what what a great coach is <laughs>
0: <laughs> no yeah but yeah um she said that i should start coaching my son he's he's three but um it's, it's, it's a bit difficult because you have to kind of show like the little kids what to do how to pass the ball and things like that so yeah to coach him maybe an uh, older Age group probably like a uh, thirties or above.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know they kind of know basics. my like just tell them what to do. Well, <laughs> tell them you, what lines to run.
2: You can always stay involved. You have good good assistance around you, Mossy, because yeah, uh, we need people like you in the game. Hey, Mossy, it's been great to catch up with you. We love watching your progression and your and your rehabilitation over the last couple of years. And we're we're so happy for a number of reasons. One that you're back in Australia. Two, you're just so positive And I yep. hope our listeners take a lot from the chat today. Thanks for catching up with us on Sports Day.
4: Cheers. Thanks for having us. Chill moment. Yeah, outstanding yeah. guy. Yeah, what, what what an attitude. Um, I just uh, uh, what where he said. He, you know, he grew up with his cousin who you know had severe cerebral palsy, and yeah. you know then that, that he never got a chance to to live a great life. And he had 30 years of a great life, and you know he's got some struggles now, obviously, but he's positive about it. You just think, wow, but make, make sure you want to sup yourself and go, geez, you know, it's a lot. As, yeah, a, as you know, hard as life might be, it's not all that bad. There's that
2: saying, Rat, that if everyone stood in a circle and threw their problems into the middle,
4: you'd take, yours take your back, back. back. Pretty quick. That's a yeah. perfect
2: example right there. What yeah. a great guy. We'll catch up with... Mossy again, we might try and get him on quite regularly, eh? Keep him yeah, keep, keep him involved. Yeah, so uh, absolutely. Yeah, people are never going to forget about people like Mossy and Massoy, but it's, it's always mm. good to hear his...
4: his voice. Hear his voice, and hear his his voice. yeah, absolutely. things, yeah.
2: Rooster Muzz says, Worm and Rat, regarding Millie Ball's comments about saying negative stuff about the NRLW, can you blokes apply that to the first ever send-off in the NRLW for what was a low act? Mm. Good on the match officials for having the bottles to send Werner off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, biting. Yeah, I mean, you can't bite. Yeah, she had a mouth guard in. So I don't know why people would want to bite when they've got a uh, mouth guard in. And,
4: and, and I don't think, you know, it's just I, I've, I've, I've gummed people before on the field. So like when yeah. they grab you across the, the head and yep. their arms sort of, you know, across your mouth and you, you sort of open your mouth and it's sort of like almost like um, It's
1: reaction. Yeah,
4: reaction. You know, yeah. like someone sticks something there and like it's, 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 they're pu- pulling hard against your head. And it's like, well, how am I going to stop this? Like, you can't do anything about it. I'm going to bite you. How so, can I breathe? Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to bite you to get off me. Yeah, yeah. Two
1: Roosters girls, like, didn't hold back too. They were pretty rough.
2: A, a pretty good indication is immediately when it happens, mm. the allegation, what the reaction is. So usually if you sit and think about it and something doesn't go your way and then you plead to the referee or the lines person, or the touch judge, but she reacted straight away. Yeah, it was quick. So it's usually a dead giveaway that mm. something has happened. Uh, Tommy from Sydney said, Sats and Rat, to Millie Boyle, I predict there is no way any male will criticise any women's sport or any female player. It's too dangerous. You'll get called sexist. No, Tommy, I think, I think I've think got to say I've got to take my hat off to Millie because she has, has basically made a lot of people, whether it's in the, uh, the journos that write for the papers, the magazines, or people like us who have – who have radio shows, that that it's okay that if we have to criticise a game or a player for whatever reason that we can. And I think every right we should be because, you know, it's, a, well, it's, a, if, it's uh, going to be a professional sport very, very soon. And,
4: yeah. I didn't watch all the NRLW games on the weekend, but um, the ones that I saw I, I enjoyed. Yep. Um, but if, if if there's an absolute bludger of a game, I'm going to say it was a bludger of a game. Absolutely. Like I think there's no question about it. It's no it. different to the NRL. Um, I think whatever you every right to. And if, you know, players not playing well and they need to pick their game up, then, you know, we'll call it out just like we do with the men's game. Yep. Uh, I think that they've, they've... But we're not pussyfooting around um, the women playing NRL now. Like, they're, they're on the stage. They're on the big stage. I've got, to say,
2: I've got to say, i found myself clicking between the NRL game across the NRLW games on the weekend because mm. I, I enjoy especially the defense. It's not – it hasn't been poisoned by the wrestle. Yeah. It's people that have got great technique. Yeah. Players have got great technique and they're snapping people in half and they're not holding people up and coming in and chopping the legs away. Now, I know it's eventually going to happen, but at the moment I'm really enjoying the just the raw, the raw skills of it all.
4: Hey, Ed, Ed. – text in here. He's gone, boys, if the NRL did a comeback player of the year, who would be leading right now?
2: Okay, I've written that on the whiteboard behind us because I think that's a really good comment, a uh, topic that we can talk about this week. Mm. NRL comeback player and what he means by that is he puts... in the
4: wilderness a bit. And... So, Who's he nominated? Well, isn't Cardi. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce Cart- Cartwright. Outstanding. I, I think he Yeah, I, I can't think of someone who's who's topped him. This year?
2: I'll throw someone up who, Scott Sorensen. Oh. Well, he's playing second grade at Cronulla.
4: No, oh, not a comeback player.
2: Probably not this year because he's nah. won two comps. Yeah, But that's the sort of player that's that has been in the like wilderness. Like, yeah. And Yeah. Dylan Walker. Yeah. Yes. Had his off-field problems, yep. of course. Whether you agree or disagree from a purely a rugby league perspective, he's, yep. he's come back from the wilderness mm. as well. That's a good topic. I think yeah, we should talk about that. Can you put that on your your list for tomorrow, Daddy? Yeah, Van? So I, a, I a, a comeback
4: to, like like someone who would feel the, the the type of player like an Anthony Milford. To, oh, no, you know who's a comeback player? Jermaine Asaka.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good ha, him
4: and Bryce. I think they're like Jermaine Asaka. He's that's a comeback of the that's a comeback. leading the point scoring for pretty much mm.
2: the whole season mm. to date. Fantastic conversation that was from Mossy Michael from Dromin. Yeah, we agree, Michael. We thought it was absolutely outstanding. <laughs> And if any of your friends missed it, make sure they get it on the podcast at a later date. Of course, when Daddy Vass puts that up, it's out. it's out. Yeah, it's up already. Yeah, ready to go. Sports Day NSW. Have a look for it.
1: Might we'll have to contact Ed too, looking for a, a work experienced kid. Now that uh, Brenton's uh, moved up in the world, has he moved up? Yeah, he's gone. Is he on, is he on the out. payroll? Is he? Yeah, he's he's, he's on the payroll. Yeah, he's, has he left us? No, he, he's in tomorrow. Well, where is he? Mate, he had a big weekend at Splendor.
4: Oh, my wife went to Splendor. I've given him the night off. Splendor, they say is
2: that that's at Byron, but it's not at Byron. Is that at Splendor? (laughs) Yeah, that one. Uh, Let's get to the break. After the break, we're going to look at our hardest workers from the weekend.
3: We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Oh, I wish we could. I oh, wish we could play what's going
2: on. Did, we, did, we, did
4: you record oh, yeah, that? Did you record I did. I did.
3: <laughs> did you
2: really? Yeah. We've got Glenn oh, okay. on the line. Okay, one one 1170 And he said, can you play it now or not? No. You can't play it back. Oh, okay. So... We, he said, Glenn, we're ready. Glenda, are you okay? And spoke to himself and then <laughs> in a lady's voice answered himself. He's yeah. got some problems. Now, Glenn, uh, before we get to you, he said, we'll ring you later with our sexy weekend update on this hard-working Monday a bit later.
4: Well, yeah, well, so we're seven thirty, so 7.30. It's a bit, later now. So, yeah, it's a bit can...
2: later now and Glenn's line. How are you, Glenn?
4: Very well, thanks, boys.
0: Yeah. Good, because home and away is halfway through. But anyway... That Mossy Masool talk, boys, was absolutely fantastic, mate. Yeah, uh, well great, done. Yeah. He's
2: outstanding. Uh, What's happening? Is
0: anyone not inspired by that, there's something wrong. Yep.
2: Yeah. Anyway, boys, thank
0: you very much for taking my call. Uh, well, well, what a weekend. Yesterday, Glenda and I got most of our jobs done early as we were forced inside by the shocking weather to stay dry. Wink, wink.
2: What and then
0: with indoor jobs completed... Yep. We sat down to watch the grand final, not the grand finale of Dancing with the Stars. Mm. So on, st- on Stumbles Daryl, closely followed by Sonia, and we both asked, "What have they been drinking?" and "Who has more Botox in their face?"
2: Uh What about him reading that off a piece of paper? He's,
4: oh, he's, he's, got what, a he's prepared. Yeah, James prepared. Hey,
2: also <laughs> thanks, Glenn and Glenda. She would have been sitting next to him. Mm. Um, the Where Are They Now segment. Yeah, if there's anyone you'd like Daddy Vass to chase for a show each week, SMSs on 0457 mm. Next week, we're going to try and get Paddy Richards mm. from the West Patty Tigers. Richards,
4: grand final winner. Great guy. First can, try
2: scorer. Can recite every line from every movie he's ever watched.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, he's one of those guys. I've got a mate of mine like that. Pricey, we call him. Benny Price. He's he's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he's actually my he's my son's mate. We've we've become friends too through that, but uh mate, he's got a he's got a movie quote for every situation. Very funny stuff. Yep.
3: Time for this. Tough, hard, rugged, grit, no nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player. The weekly workhorse.
2: The weekly workhorse in any sport could be life. What's one of your friends done? They've had to work hard for. Now, um, The hard workers from the weekend, thanks to Boom Logistics, developing lifting solutions to meet your needs. Now, one of the hard workers, Fui Fui Moy Moy. Now, he used to terrorise you.
4: Oh. He used to single you out. No, he did. He did. He just – you had my number and – yeah, I, I fortunately I, I had a guy inside me that helped me out a bit with him, but far out, mate. He used to terrify me. Mm. I used to have nightmares about fooie fooie. <laughs> now he's
2: re-signed with the Rochdale Hornets in the UK <laughs> at the age of 42. Good on him. It's third division, isn't it? But what? Good on him. if he's loving it, yeah, he's and... playing,
4: good on him. Yeah, what what you What do you holding up? What do you got, Rat? What have I got? Yep. As hard workers. Yep. Well, for for the weekend, um, I've got an NRL player, mm-hmm. Tyson Frizzell. Uh, oh, thought he, he was so fantastic. Good. He's one of the
2: best players from the weekend. Yep,
4: um, just amazing. And for NRLW, uh, Sharks front rower uh, Ellie Johnston.
2: Yeah, you told you sh- you sent a link on this in the, in our WhatsApp group
4: because mm. she's a uh, she's a front rower. Front rower and scored a great scored try. a cracking try. And it was thirty a, like, out. I reckon yeah, last try of the game. She for one hundred and seventy meters. topped the tackle count. Yep. five tackle busts. Just had an absolute wow of the game and was rewarded with a, with a try in the, last, um, in the last 20 minutes of the game. But good just stuff. phenomenal effort. I've got to say,
2: hard work as our good mate, Brett Noddy Kamali, who's first, he's had to work hard over the pre-season because the West Tigers had their first game in the NRLW. Mm. Massive win for yeah. Noddy as well. Well done, yeah, Noddy. Good man. Melbourne Storm this week.
4: Yeah. They'll train pretty hard, won't mm, they'll they? They'll be working hard. There's no question about that after that. Uh, what did Bellamy say? It he was... said "In since 2003 when he took over, the final 70
2: minutes was the worst he's ever seen in a Melbourne jersey.
4: That, 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 that spells hard week coming up.
2: Sometimes you wonder how important it is to them, he said.
1: Wow,
4: that hurts. Oh, Remember that, that as a that player. Right.
2: Imagine that from mm. Bellamy.
1: Imagine uh, Tarek Sims at halftime. Oh, he got sinbin five yeah. minutes before half time. I tell,
4: I tell you, who was also working hard. It was the, it was the Knights fans, the crowd at at at, at <sighs> um, what is it? What's it called now? It's not marathon, is it? McDonald Jones. McDonald Jones, Jones Stadium. Yeah. yeah, it was phenomenal. And there's a text here from um, from nine five eight. Hey boys, I was at the Knights game Saturday. Live sport is alive and well. Such a great atmosphere, and the underdog winning—you can't beat it. Yeah, it was a great energy in the stadium, wasn't
2: there? I love it. Mm. Always have, even when it was marathon. And that hill oh, on the eastern side. so good. Of such, a good
4: such a good atmosphere good atmosphere. Even as, an,
2: uh, as a visiting side, you used to just feel so good playing in front yeah. of the Newcastle fans. I always made you feel really welcome as well. What about Jamaica in the Women's World Cup? They've worked hard. They've had to do crowdfunding to raise money for them to be at the Women's World Cup. One of the events, they raised 50K US, and yesterday they played France, ranked number five in the world, mm. kept them to a draw. You know what blows... Which for them
4: is a win. Me? Oh, that's huge. That is huge. And um, you know what blows me away? Is like FIFA. They've got more money than God. Yep. If you qualify for the World Cup, like um, if you're a struggling nation, like, I mean, why wouldn't they cover that?
2: Oh, exactly. It yeah. just
4: blows me away.
2: Yeah, 100%. I know. I know. Uh, that's for Boom. The hard workers from the weekend. Australian specialists making safer and more innovative lifting solutions to manage... Your project. Now it's time for an injury update. Thanks to Boopa, Canstar's Outstanding Value Health Insurance for 2022. Now, what's going on from the weekend? Paseca, you mentioned earlier on, yep. Josh L-O-A. What yep. What's what's their prognosis?
4: So, uh, Piseca, uh medial. So, it looks like it will be out for the for the rest of the year. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's no good. And Aloa, um, shoulder. Dislocated shoulder, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, shoulder. So, yeah, that, that, that's going to put them... Um, you know, behind the eight ball, coming into the into the finals, well, the report, only chance that they had, I, I think, is gone.
1: Report said he dislocated it six times before he went off the field. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Must just be like moving around. Oh, mate. There, once eh? they go, They're they like go. Jelly. But but
4: he's lucky that it would probably just pop him back in. Yeah. Mm. When 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 the, when you dislocate your shoulder, for those who haven't done it, it's not fun. When it pops back in, it's like it's like going. It's like when you're busting to go and. Do a number two and you just finally <laughs> go and do it. Like What? The relief. Are you serious? <laughs> the relief. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh yeah. wow! Oh mate, it's 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 um, it's horrific when it's out, oh. but when it goes in, <laughs> I thought you were going to say go for a leak or no, something. No, <laughs> no, no.
2: You... Now, did you see this? Sean Lane dislocating his elbow.
4: Mm.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs>
4: wow! I've done that one too. That's not fun. <laughs>
2: oh, Louis Davidson ugly. did it to me. Your own player? <laughs> my own player. I,
4: was, I had a guy wrapped up and Bundy didn't really care who he was hitting when he was running into a tackle and my elbow was right in the way and it mm. popped out the other way. It wasn't fun.
2: And Sam Walker's season, Well, an assessment on him, a call will be made on him this week after he undergoes a final
4: testing. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they – I'd like to see him back on the field this year. Yep. I, I think he would make a difference to the to the Roosters if they can get him on the field. Of course, field. he's
2: had a bit of a break. I think sometimes you don't realise how important someone is until they're not there. Mm. Now, the young guy that's going there, the playing at the moment, he's actually doing a really yeah. good job. So, But Sammy Walker, he's, he's been out. He's been out injured. He's been playing a bit of second grade. He's When he comes back in, he'll be better for the experience. I mm. know that. Uh, now, let's get to some of your texts. G'day, Coppers. I believe the Bulldogs have a bad attitude problem with their side. They don't seem to give their all. Your thoughts?
4: Reptile. Yeah, oh, geez. Um, Yeah. They're not a good side. It's hard to it's hard to judge someone's effort. Well, it's not really. Let's be honest, it's not really that hard to judge someone's effort, and they've probably been a little bit off in that space. I mean, that's probably one of the most disappointing things when you watch when you follow a football side and you can see their effort isn't there. And that's probably, um, yeah, it's probably a few sides on the weekend that were like that.
2: It's fair to say in in a lot of the key positions they don't have top tier players. No, what you call blue chip players. No. Uh, they're losing one of those to the Dolphins, of course. Mm. Um, they've got a young young player in the halves, Kyle Flanagan, who he's probably not a halfback. He's probably moving more into the hooker position yeah, yeah. for the rest of his career, wherever he ends up. Uh, they've just let Raymond Fertella go and also Ryan, Ryan Sutton. Sutton. They're allowed to go and negotiate with other clubs. It's fair to say it's when you look at their side on paper, it's it's not a top eight side.
4: Oh, no. They've
2: got Matty Burton, who I... I've never thought as a 5'8". I think he's more Mate, of a kick than a They a couple of weeks ago. He's back, apparently back this week.
4: Mm. Mm. Would you risk him?
2: He was meant to go back against Penrith, but mm. I think it's smart not to play him against Penrith. I no. mean, he would have been sucking in seagulls,
4: Oh yeah, the speed that they play the
2: game at.
1: They would have been Mm. running at him as well. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
4: Uh, Text here from Wayne. He says, in respect to Millie Boyle's claims for a smaller footy, a touch football would be the perfect size for the women's game. I think a touch football's around the same size as a mod mod league football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, um, I mean, I I think it would be good to see him with a smaller football. Yeah. Um, I think they'd be able to do more with it, which is, you know, what – what we want to see. Fresh um,
2: linen on the text line says, "Gents, do you think Panthers bought Dane Laurie back in case Jerome Luai leaves?" Um, I, I don't think so. I think they brought him back one because he loves Penrith. Two, he's a hell of a good player, and he's a little bit like Jack Cogger or Tyrone Peachy.
4: Consider just fill some gaps. Oh, going. has gone. Crichton's going,
2: Crichton's going mm. as well. Who and Dane Laurie's not a centre or a winger. He's not going to play fullback with Dylan Edwards there, but he's that player that can play. Number fourteen. Fourteen.
4: Or you can be a great It can be a good AJ Brimson, yeah. number fourteen on the bench. It'd be great. What uh, did you get me going? Jaden Campbell should be the starting fullback, Brimson on the on the on the bench, and it'd just make that team a better team. Mm. Do you not mm. agree?
2: No, I don't. I don't I I don't think AJ Brimson should be in Jersey number fourteen.
4: Well do you think Jaden Campbell should be in number fourteen?
2: Fourteen or the only place he could fit him at the moment. If you're not going to change the halves combination with Tanner Boyd and, um, I'm not saying that AJ
4: Brimson's not a starting player. I'm just saying for the balance, for the balance of the team, the, no, the balance of the team sets. That's Mm. what I'm saying. And it's a team game. Yeah. Scott.
2: Yep, He can't have, one of your highest-paid players coming off the bench. But
4: if it's better for the team and the team performs better, why wouldn't you do that? As the opposition player, I want him starting on the bench. Right. Well, well As an opposition ja- player. Jaden, you're not playing. You haven't played for 400 years. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm just saying, well, well, is Harry Grant a better hooker than Ben Hunt? Yes. No, So why do they start him on the bench in Origin? Because it's so, Origin. Why? But why do they do that, Sats? Because it's better for the team. Yeah, that's right. It's not club footy. Yeah, that's right. It's better for the team, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a team environment, and what works best. I think that would work. There's best. no in team. There's not no I. There's two <laughs> an idiot, but and you are one of those.
2: Two nine nine says a player we should get on for our. Where are they now? Jason Martin, yeah. North Sydney Bears. They're on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put, Jason that yep, bang, put that on your list.
4: Yep, put on your list.
2: Daddy Vass, and in relation to the injuries we had just before to the NRL players, that was the injury update thanks to Bupa. Join almost 4 million Australians and prepare for life with Bupa. I am one of those because life happens. And
3: next, Kia, top Mm. seven. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorrento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup, Kia
2: is, And number seven, Rats. And uh, we haven't got a lot of time left in the show, so we're not going to play all the audio, but we are going to mention some of the great achievements over number the weekend. Number seven, yeah.
4: Women's 4 by 100 meter world champs smashing the world record by two seconds. And Emma McCann, she brought it home for the Aussies. She was, was outstanding. Yeah, number six in the Steve
2: Rogers Cup mm. at
4: Shark Park,
2: Manly. Well, they went on to win, uh, even though there was a late charge by the Sharkies.
3: Last play, Dale. Manly. Oh. Jerry Evans running it, gets through, oh, oh. tips over the top, a chip and chase. Nick goes there, leaves it behind. Croker's there, try Manly.
4: Yeah, great try. Yeah, great it was. Try. It was an unfortunate day uh, for us Sharkies fans. Uh, number five, um, big Manus Labuschagne. Well, not that big. Marnus Labuschagne. He stood tall for the Aussies, uh, making his 11th Test hundred. Pretty Pretty, pretty cool, vital. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was a vital yeah, was. time. But yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, number four, Aussie golfer Travis.
2: Is it Smythe or Smith?
4: Oh, it looks like Smith to right.
2: me. Hits a hole in one in his major debut on the 17th.
4: That was nice. Nice and quiet through the ball. Mm, it was. Competition How Close. We get it That's how you call a hole in one. No, it isn't. Right that man. is horrendous. That's how Go you Can call- and play that again? It is so boring. You mean this one? And this is coming in (laughs) nicely. Might be a little long. Oh, no, this is right next to the pit. Oh, this could go in. That's how you call a hole in one, set? Number three. What's number three? Number three. three, Sean Johnson icing his veins against the the Canberra Raiders, winning it in a thriller.
1: It'll come back to Johnson. It's a slow play, the ball. Now Sean Johnson. He's got a chance to win it. Sean Johnson. He's got it. Sean's got it.
4: The Warriors. That's how you that, call that, a game. That is, a call. Yeah, that yeah. is great. His, his voice didn't break when he yelled. Oh, I know, mine, mine did. Now so. Rooster Muzz says uh, regarding
2: Ariana Titmus, did you realise you said Sats? She did it without a swimsuit on. <laughs> well, what? I meant she didn't do it with you know, the, <laughs> the,
4: the the speed the suit. The speed suit, yeah. <laughs>
2: but Ariana Titmus, she proves she's still she's the queen of the pearl. smashing Ariana Titmus
3: with 25 meters to swim. This is a demolition job, and the world record. <laughs> <laughs> Australia roars. She's ahead of the world record. This is one of the greatest performances Australia
2: has ever seen. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. The way she iced those other people and people who were questioning that whether she was going to be able to beat Katie Ledecky and also Summer McIntosh. But she just. Just Smash them, yeah. Number
4: one, right? Number one, yeah, some Matildas. Steph Catley gets them home with a goal from a penalty to defeat Ireland. It uh, not only lit up a core, mate, it lit up the country.
3: The referee, Adina Alves, points to the penalty spots. It'll be her left foot against Courtney Brosnan in goals for Ireland. Catley steps up, right down the middle for Australia. And Stadium Australia has... <laughs> We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is sports. Yeah, welcome
2: back. Thanks for joining us. Not long to go now, so Rat, we're going to get through as many of these Mm. texts as we can for the next uh, couple of minutes. Steve,
4: you're a very funny man. Uh, You make us laugh. Did he, make? Did he really put that bet on? 31 to 1. I'll give you 51 to 1 if you want to have another 100 with me, Steve. To win the cop. (laughs) Um, Great show tonight, fellas. This is from uh, Eels Mars. Awesome chat with Mossy. Wow, I'd like to get him to speak at a couple of corporate events I'm involved with. Paid, of course. Oh, that's great. My crap, day disintegrated after hearing that champion talk. Yeah. Nervously confident <laughs> with the Eels run home to the end. What a season. Yeah, it has been a great season. Um, Eels Muzz, text us in your email address um, and we'll, we'll connect some dots there, mate. It Absolutely. It'd be, be great to, um, yeah, I think musty would be fantastic speaking to a it group of people. would be, yeah. Mm.
2: Uh, the Chad, you've got a really good text here about Jason Demetrio. We'll get to that tomorrow night. That's going to be one of our talking topics. Mm. It's uh, very good. Now, we've got some cricket uh, text here as well. Great to see so many English better males sooking over how the Aussies put moisture
4: back in the pitch. I, I just can't I just I just can't emphasize enough how stoked I am we won it the way we won it just so I can just hear them all whinge I complain. I just I love it.
2: Booger, he loved it. Around a titmus breaking the world record. Shotto says yeah the story about Omo is correct in a little country town.
4: Fitzy yeah. said, um, "It's it's so good seeing Piers Morgan off the bit about the result." And the big <laughs> man on
2: campus says Panthers 3 Pete is inevitable, and we're going to get some more of your texts tomorrow night. Really on quickly on Sports here.
3: Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. Actually,
2: <laughs> I can't believe I just wandered in. I,
3: he's coming.
2: I can't believe they're here. still together, after all the crap they went through. Who's that? Your butt cheeks. <laughs> 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 See you tomorrow.
3: Night.
2: <laughs> You're <an> idiot. <laughs>